it, break it, fix it, trash it, change it, melt it, grade it, charge it, point it, zoom it, press it, snap it, work it, quick, erase it, try it, get it, everybody this is Teresa from bad poet society for another episode of kids watch garbage and tonight we are going around the world in shitty shows so to get us started i would like to introduce jody from poe boys podcast how are you doing tonight sir feeling good love how you going dickhead international right that's what we're doing yes oh. we're doing international okay <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you for a second there. <laughs> I heard me. Uh, all right. And I'm also pleased to be here with Chris, a.k.a. Big C from Porn Stash Podcast. How are you doing tonight, sir? Good night, Mike. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> all right. So we are about to get into some shitty shit that the world has to offer. So I guess to get things started, we are going to go south of the border, correct? My border? That's where we're going? Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of episodes of the show in particular, and uh, my kid went through a phase where he really liked it. I don't hate it. It reminds me a lot of Gumby. I don't know if you watched a lot of Gumby as a kid, but it's kind of, that's the deal. Uh, the very short episodes, and I believe the style is almost claymation, is what you would call it. Yeah, it's kind of like stop motion. The lighting isn't right. I feel like that's got to be all computer, but the idea behind it is similar to like old claymation stuff. But it's a show called Pacoyo. So it's more of a little kid show. Like my kid kind of grew out of it, fortunately. But for a, quite a while, it was all he wanted to watch was Pacoyo. Well, I have the theme song here if you'd like me to play it. Please. All right. That's Pato. That's Ellie. She's an elephant. She's bougie. Kind of a bitch. So, pretty simple stuff. You know, it's very much for like little kids, two ish. You know, I think would probably be the range. My kid was just learning to speak. He was definitely making like gestures when you would ask him questions for like more, you know, at that stage yeah. where he knew me and daddy and more and hold you and love you and shit like that. And this was uh, probably a little after he started talking. We got this little gem. I actually tried playing this tonight for my son and he cried. He got mad. He didn't <laughs> want to watch it. He's like, no, mommy, more cat and hat. Cat and the hat's good too. That's a, they kind of go in and out, man. But this is one that stuck with me because like I said, I watched a lot of it. And uh, I don't know if you heard that. I played a clip. It's one of his first words that he said was Pocoyo. Uh, I'm going to play it. Pocoyo. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little baby. And so I have a special, like a soft spot for this show. But the idea behind it is kind of weird. Like it's actually a Mexican produced show. I believe Mexico is the correct area. It's definitely a South America <laughs> uh, a production. 
so to speak. And uh, that's not South America. I need to get a fucking book. Uh, and it's I'm weird. Because, that region. Right. And see, I didn't realize who the guy was that narrated it till you said something earlier. And it makes sense. But it's a British guy. So it's kind of confusing a little bit to me. Like, just it's, it's a Latin-based character show. The duck is Pato. That's Spanish for duck, by the way. <laughs> it's been redubbed in other languages because fucking it's actually in Spanish originally. So it's interesting to me, like, why didn't they use uh, either somebody speaking regular English or a person with like a, nah, maybe they didn't need to get like George Lopez. They'd be like, what's up, Holmes? Or whatever. But I don't know. I feel like they should have stuck a little more to the Latin kind of influence there because the British thing threw me off a little. And it almost would have made more sense, like, say, if they would have had like even Gabriel Iglesias. Somebody, there's plenty of folks that you would know. And it's just, it's weird to me that they would go that route to re uh, voice dub with an, a British actor um, when you could use that as some influence. You know, we have Dora the Explorer. They kind of do that shit where they're like, hey, La Luz, Levant, and shit like that, where it's teaching them kind of Spanish. And I'm, I like that kind of stuff. So I really think it's a, like a miss of the mark, in my opinion. That's my really only complaint. Is it's a Latin-based show, but it's narrated by a British guy. So it's kind of weird uh, at a certain point when you're watching it and you're getting into it, but you're like, this is just a little off. So other than like the two minutes that I actually watched it tonight, like, is there actually a story to this or is it just kind of like mini episodes? Mini episodes and there's no dialogue. It's only the narrator. Like none of the characters talk. They oh, make okay. noise. When the, when the elephant uh, makes noise, she blows air out of her trunk like an elephant, and it's the sound of uh, like a trumpet. <laughs> it's kind of funny. When she gets pissed off, she'll be like, <laughs> you know, random trunk noises and shit. It's, it's entertaining when you're high. I liked it. <laughs> I will say I'm kind of a sucker for a good, like, trumpet placement, so I, I think I might get a kick out of this. Chris, have you ever seen this show? So I've, I've heard of it. I've seen the name, but neither of my kids have ever watched this and i've never seen uh any of it yeah the characters don't talk Mm -mm. it being narrated by an english guy i guess wouldn't be that jarring but still the fact that it is mexican or south american produced that is strange that they would go that for the dubbed version i think just because stephen fry is just so well known because he uh if i remember right he's the guy who does um fuck what's that one british car show oh fuck uh Top Gear. Top Gear, yeah. That since he's so big with Top Gear, that that's my only assumption that he's just a well-known name. Yeah. And plus, he's British and he sounds nice. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Like the show's big here too. So, yeah, it wasn't unpleasant. It was just a little off. You yeah. know, he watched so much of it that at a certain point, I did kind of get tired of it. Like I said, the the elephant's kind of a cunt. And then I don't know. I sent you another uh, clip, Teresa. But this is a shout out for Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week. Pato is the duck. That's it means Pato. And there was this fucking stupid ass reggae song that he found and played on a shitty song of the week once upon a time. And uh, it, it was called Go Pato. And uh, it was that was the hook of the song. And it made me think about Pacoyo. I hadn't thought about Pacoyo in fucking years. And then he's like, everybody say Go Pato and that kind of bullshit. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> taking me back. Well, it wasn't supposed to be good. That's what we're here to talk about is bad stuff. So 
Yeah, the correlation led to Pacoyo, which led to my contention. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to venture down the Pacoyo rabbit hole and actually see if I can get my little guy to maybe entertain watching it or else he's just going to get mad and yell at me again. So The characters are kind of wild because every time they come on screen, the narrator kind of yells their name. And Baby Bird is a little motherfucker. Like, they're Sleepy Bird. It's a big, fat fucking bird that sits on top of Baby Bird. And uh, Baby Bird's always up to some shit. She's always trying to wreck some shit. So you'll they'll go, Baby Bird, every time the little motherfucker shows up on the screen. And your little kid will start doing that, too. It- oh, God. Maybe I won't. <laughs> on second thought. <laughs> Save myself the headache. Well, speaking of headaches, uh, we're going to be now crossing the seas over to merry old England. So, Chris, what do you have for us? So, across the pond, they do a show called Peppa Pig, which is widely hated. (laughs) Well, should we hate it a little bit more and check out the theme song? Make him a taste. All right. I'm Peppa Pig. This is my little brother, George. This is Mommy Pig. And this is Daddy Pig. Peppa Pig. Sounds like an old cell phone ring. Kind of, yeah, the old Nokia ringtone. Oh, man. They said it was on loop for 10 hours straight. You trying to fucking Guantanamo Bay somebody? God damn. It's not a bad theme song, though. I mean, it gets straight to the point. Personally, the show doesn't bother me. I hate it. Yeah. But I know a lot of people on the internet do. There are whole subreddits dedicated to shitting on this show. Yeah. So a lot of uh, gripes that parents have with it, the fact that their kids oftentimes will pick up bad habits that they've learned from Peppa. Because she's mean to her brother. Uh, she talks shit on her dad for being fat. Yeah. <laughs> all kinds of stuff. But... Those are also things that kids just do. My daughter gives me shit all the time because I'm bald. Well, and I know there was an episode that was banned in Australia because it was about they were teaching people that, oh, bugs are your friends. And then they came across a spider and they're like, oh, spiders are your friends. And in Australia, no, spiders are not your fucking friend. That basically like the Australian government are like, no, fucking everything in Australia will try to kill you, including spiders. Fuck out of here. Everything. What are you out of your fucking gourd, mate? Is somebody outside trying to palm a goddamn huntsman spider? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. Oh, man. I've honestly never watched the show, and just that little clip, that animation is gross. Like, those characters look fucking disgusting. Yeah. So they do. It's like, everything is off, right? You look at the side of their heads, and you see both eyeballs. It is a little weird. Like, South Park at least developed over time. They started as paper-on-paper, you know, stop-motion. But at a certain point, they did start to take the edges off. And Peppa Pig is kind of stuck with the same shit the whole time, right? No, what gets weirder with Peppa Pig is when you buy the toys. Obviously, you have a 3D toy. You can't just stick both eyes on one side of the face. Right. You got to put them where they belong. So the toys look off compared to the show. Yeah, all in all, like, I don't mind the show. I'll sit and watch it, too. It doesn't bother me. I think it's funny sometimes, especially. And this is a reason that a lot of people shit on it too. Because the dad's a he's a fucking idiot. He'll drive on the wrong side of the road. Uh, you know, it's all kinds of dumb shit. But us all growing up, dads on TV were retards in every show. You've got fucking Homer Simpson. He's he's always been a fucking dunce. 
Well, yeah, he's King Fat Ulf. Yeah. So I mean, that kind of shit doesn't bother me. I would argue a little like, bit because that like that's definitely a thing, but there definitely came in different flavors because you go Carl Winslow or like Doug's dad. Some a lot of characters didn't have dads. That was our thing. Disney movies would always kill their fucking parents. <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. If they had both parents, they'd off one of them. Yeah. Fucking Lion King, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> well, and even too with Bluey, that mm-hmm. surprisingly with that show, that it is very dad centric. And you don't really actually see that very often in kids shows or even movies. You know, you see a lot of interaction between them and their dad. And there's only a few select episodes where it's just them and the mom. And I actually give them kudos for that. Yeah, especially you'll you'll see the dad talking to other dads. Like there's an episode with season two where the dad's taking Blue to the park every morning. And then he ends up meeting another dad and they fucking become friends and shit. Like this kind of neat. Hey, can we just take a moment and be like, just kind of suck off Bluey for a minute? I think that's wholesome TV for little kids, man. I sit and watch that show. I love it. Bluey's kind of a shit every once in a while. She's got a little shithead friend too. But mm-hmm. that, like, I like the fact the parents are in it. I like the fact that they have good dialogue. But they also, there's funny little things. Like at one point, Bluey's trying to get something, like an Easter egg hunt or something, and the dad's taking a shit. Like he's sitting on the toilet. And Bluey has to go in like the thing, and she gets like halfway, and she's like, "Oh, daddy!" <laughs> like she grabs her nose and shit and hits the dirt. I love that episode with I think it's in the first season to where, or it's the yoga ball episode mm-hmm. where Bingo's getting upset because Bandit's playing too rough with her. Just seeing like her point of view, like when he's bouncing her on the yoga ball, and her having like that wide-eyed panic look, like, oh. Oh. <laughs> and it's just like. That is so adorable. And I always joke around with my husband. It's that's how our little guy views you <laughs> because he totally roughhouses with them. Yeah. When she finds her bark at the end, that little, ah! and it's like, oh my God, you are just the best character. That's something too. They get a lot of shit spot on. Like, I don't know how many times I've lived that fucking moment. You're yeah. playing too rough and the kid is pissed off at you. Bluey's wild. I've definitely seen some good shit, like some stuff that I've thought about. That perspective thing alone, my wife's parents, they got a new dog, a Labradoodle, right? My kid's probably four foot tall, like right about it. And he gets kind of uncomfortable when we take him over there when the dog's out loose when he walks in the fucking door. The dog's there, the kid's there. It's like, they got to coexist. And they kind of like get onto him, like, don't be afraid, you know, something, something. And one day I looked at my wife and I said, you realize that that fucking dog is like looking him in the face? Oh yeah. Think about that. That's a horse to you, you know saying like you walk in a fucking room and there's this animal that's literally as tall as you are like that wants to play i would never think about that i'd say yeah whatever fuck it it's the dog tell it leave you alone but then you think about it from a little kid's perspective thanks to bluey and you're like no that's not okay if i could tell that dog to sit the fuck down especially if they're coming in hot yeah and my daughter same thing she'd freak out with cats all the time when she was real little like you said they're almost looking her right in the face like no i fucking get it dude that'd be terrifying fucking panther to them like look at this giant ass cat (laughs) oh i see that shit i'm out the door no bye life is about perspective and bluey gives me good perspective thank you blurry oh yeah All, all points from the kids from the parents it's it's fucking spectacular yeah there's gonna be Kind of thing like the producers beat little kittens or something with boat paddles. It's coming, but I don't care. I'm not going to let it fucking ruin Bluey. Nope. Even like going back to the whole perspective thing too, that the episode where Chili's trying to get Bingo and Bluey ready to go to the park. And I'm sure you guys probably still deal with this, but I'm just starting to deal with this. The whole that it takes like an hour just to get ready in five minutes 
and your mm-hmm. patients are just at an end. And when Chili finally sits down that she's like, no, we're done. We're not going anywhere. Nope. We're just going to stay here. We're not going to the park. And it's just like, I feel that <laughs> I would say bare minimum five times a week. Yeah. Game <laughs> over, motherfucker. You lose. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Well, and then you just see the kids still having fun. And then it's just like, okay, yeah, maybe I'm just kind of freaking out a little bit. And like you said, it's all about the perspective. And they they do. It's a home fucking run with that show. Nice. Well, that's good. Good content. There's two bads and a good. That's the shit sandwich. What do you have for the other end? <laughs> well, I have a little surprise. Okay. What is pink fun? Sounds dirty. It's a pink fox. Starting to ring a bell? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like I've done this before. Cooper. Okay, that's enough of that yes. shit. So I am bringing pink fog. I'm out. Does that say 10 billion views? Yes. I am going to get to that in just a second. The fuck? <laughs> Look at that number next to the thumbs up. That says 10B. <laughs> yes. Holy I took some notes about this shit. So basically, Baby Shark got popular from a South Korean uh, educational company called Smart Study or Smart Studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll edit that out. <laughs> oh, you didn't have, you didn't switch your eyes or nothing when you said it. Good job, kid. <laughs> it was an honest impression. <laughs> like I said, Jody, I'm running on minimal sleep. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but basically, yeah, they started off as a children's educational company in Korea. And Baby Shark is actually, I guess, is over like 30, 40 years old, but it's an old playground song. Uh. And so somebody's just like, oh, hey, let's do a Baby Shark song and see what happens. Well, as you pointed out, that as of January 2022, that motherfucking video just hit. 10 billion with a B billion views and is now the most viewed video on YouTube. And (laughs) that they even have a whole dedication video to it too, but I'll save you guys that. Pink Fong, the channel itself has over 60 million subscribers and it's currently in 20 different languages and increasing. The most viewed video on YouTube? These fucking people can fuck straight off. That's wild. That's some bullshit. Well, and the thing is that Baby Shark is probably the only thing, if anybody knows anything about Pink Fong. Yeah, I know nothing. That's just, I didn't realize it was like a production house. I thought that this was just a one-off. Somebody was just like, yeah, we made the song. And Baby Shark, do, 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 do. <laughs> See, and that's entirely what I thought, too. And the only reason why I even got introduced to any of this horse shit is because basically, long story short, my son, he was just having a day to where nothing we could do would make him happy. And I knew that they were playing this at daycare. And so it's like, okay, I'll play this song. And oh, he, he was just totally in hog heaven. Well, then they started playing other videos. 
And basically for three consecutive fucking months, our life was pink fong videos. And these are some of the most garbage dumpster fire songs. They even take regular nursery rhymes and they turn it into complete utter fucking trash. Man, how, how have you not killed anyone? Three months, I, I would have gone on a fucking rampage. Yeah. I don't remember those three months, honestly. <laughs> That's fucking impressive, man. And yeah, it was just one day, all of a sudden, it just stopped and he wanted to watch something else. But I have an example of something. The audio is bad. I will say that, but these are, it's kind of hard to describe it over <laughs> a show because you kind of got to see this shit to believe it. But I do have a song that particularly hits a horrible nerve with me. So. I have to warn people about Baby Shark because you made a mistake. You started out on the wrong foot with Baby Shark. Before we move on, I have to, this is a disclaimer, a parental disclaimer. This is what you do. Okay. Everybody listen. <laughs> listen. Start singing Baby Shark preemptively when they're little and get on their nerves with it. That's what I did. Mm. I swear to God, there were different songs that he was, when he got to the point where he was remembering dumb songs and shit like that. I would stand in my kitchen and yell it through the house. I'd be like, babe, like when he would start bugging me about shit, like wanting to, I was like, baby, shark doo doo. And he was like, daddy, daddy, stop. And I'm like, doo 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 doo. And I'd fucking hold him and be like, doo 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 doo. And I swear to God, he hates that fucking song. Like he, he will not listen to it. So get ahead of the curb on that one or it'll ruin your fucking life. Brought to you by Jody B. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't I think Chris said something about Baby Shark? Don't you have like a war story about Baby Shark? Yeah, I'm just a few days ago. Oh no! Please go on. So me and the wife took the kids out to the park because we live in Oklahoma, and weather's batshit crazy, and you can do that in the middle of the fucking winter. Yep. <laughs> so we're at the park, and this fucking douchebag pulls up with his family and his fucking truck. He makes an effort to pull him to the parking spot backward, making himself look like an even bigger douchebag. Fuck that guy. Opened up all his doors and proceeds to play his sheet of music loudly for everyone to hear. The first song that drove me crazy was fucking Baby Shark. Uh, it wasn't just Baby Shark. It was like a techno remix or some bullshit. <laughs> and then every song after that was like fucking from Kids Bop. Oh, man. And an adult cops on him. I'd have been like, this is a noise order violation, <laughs> motherfuckers. You can get right him a ticket. <laughs> the, the fact that this dude is playing this shit from his fucking phone and singing along, I about fucking lost it. Yeah. Either there's one of two things going on here. Either he's the biggest asshole on the face of the planet or he's a fucking diddler. <laughs> and either way, he needs to be taken off the face of the earth. So I'm surprised that you managed to hold restraint. If, if my kids weren't there, a murder might have happened. But, you know, I, I can't let them see me kill a guy and get arrested. Yeah. You got to do it behind the car. Say, can I talk to you for a minute, dude? And then you just stab him in his fucking neck. And then you pick his phone up and make sure you pause the music first, you know? <laughs> just <laughs> go to sleep, go to sleep. Man, that's so crazy. <laughs> 10 billion. Like they say that China's taken over the kind of the world with TikTok. Like I think these motherfuckers might be on the slide. Pulled up here. What's the count on that? 62. Yeah, that's, I'm sure we probably accounted for at least a million of those views. See, that's not that crazy. I'm not shitting on it. I, I would never in my life do it, but they have 55 point some odd million subscribers. So if everybody watched it once and then a few more, that would even that out. But 10 billion is a number. 
God damn. Yeah. Like that's more than everyone on the planet fucking playing it. That is more than everyone. That's fucking crazy. If everybody played it at once, it still would be like two billion short. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's some asshole who's just like, nope, go again. We gotta hear this shit. And oh that's great. I've never heard any other other songs, I hope. And uh so Oh, do I have a treat for you? Yeah. All right, buckle up. Slide devil, I see you. Now pull your pants down, then your underwear sit on the body and pee, pee, pee. Pee slides down the body. Potty, potty, see you and I pee again. In the body, in the body, in the potty. In the body, in the potty, in the potty. Oh, there's so much to unpack here right now. That's the potty song from Pink Fong. Guys, I mean, I think we need adults. <laughs> this is not okay. I have heard this song so many fucking times that I it, it feels like I'm having a PTSD moment. <laughs> wow, you don't show this to your baby, do you? No. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I don't think this is going to help potty training one bit. No, well, and even the video, it's just, it's so awkward. And it's like, it's so literal, too, that it's just like, oh, you're going to watch me take a piss on a toilet. And it's just like, at least with other kids shows, that it's like, they explain it while they're just, you know, they're either standing there fully clothed or else they're already like on the potty. Not like, okay, you're going to watch this cartoon fox undress and you're gonna watch him take a piss it's just like what the fuck is wrong with you south korea and the the first part of the song you really have to tell kids to take off their pants and underwear now they wouldn't say it if it didn't need to be said you know there's probably a few people that couldn't figure that out and they were like i keep pissing in my underwear it's like <laughs> step two take those down like i get that but just like in a kid's song don't don't tell don't tell your kids to take off their underwear this is it crosses a line well, and it is, it's just like the first time I saw this, of course, like I'm half paying attention and it's just like fucking whatever. It's a potty song. And then when yeah. it came around like the 10th time <laughs> that I've seen it and like I actually started watching because they do have the lyrics across the screen and it's just like, what the fuck? And the next set of verses that it's talking about taking a shit. And basically, it's the same things like take your pants off, take your underwear off, and then sit on the potty and poop, poop, poop. And you see little turds go down. (laughs) Underwear strikes me. Like, that's when you get my attention. My kids had a couple songs that had underwear involved in them, you know? And it's just, if I didn't teach them that song, it gets my attention. Like, who the fuck, what? What do you mean in your underwear? What? Hey, come here. Well, and I'm assuming it must be some type of loss in translate or like either loss in translation or literal translation or just fucking creepiness. But it's like, why couldn't just, okay, take off your pants, sit on the potty and go pee, poop, whatever. But yeah, it's just like, that's so fucking cringy and creepy. Yeah. That's why. Also, like, you don't need to go through the steps in the song. A parent is helping the kid learn how to potty. They're going to I, I hope there's not a parent that sits their kid down in front of fucking YouTube and like, here, just go figure this shit out. 
let me know when you do it. Like you're telling your kid first, these are the steps you take. And then you're playing this song to kind of help them drill it in their head. So you've already told your kid, Hey, fucking take off your pants. You don't need that in, in the song. I don't just fucking, that strikes a chord with me. Yeah. You put a TV in the bathroom, I guess, if you're going to watch these kind of things in case you forget. <laughs> Maybe well, a lot of people shit on the ground. And this is also for like grown up people too. They're like, Hey, just so you know, shit, shit in the toilet, please. Who is this for? <laughs> I think you motherfuckers are trying to throw off the balance. <laughs> well, Jody, was it you that I was talking to about it? That I, I seriously think this is payback for the Korean war. This is psychological warfare that's being deployed. Yeah. I don't like it. It has to be. Everybody's teaming up. <laughs> We're going to end up on the backside of this watching Baby Shark and fucking TikTok. I do. I seriously think rather than actually starting physical wars with us, that they're taking us down mentally and it's working. Yeah. Obviously with fucking 10 billion views. God damn, man. They said fucking I'll see you the next time I pee. Like they didn't even flush. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if it's yellow, let it mellow. Fucking hippie. <laughs> no, go piss outside, you animal. Your house smells like pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess speaking of potty training, that I could actually use some advice here that I've been kind of running into a stalemate with my little guy. And for a while there, he was all excited about wanting to go potty. You know, I got him a special little potty chair for sitting on the ground and then also sitting on the toilet he was all jazzed about it and then just like a light switch one day he's just like nope he has zero interest in it and i don't know what to do <laughs> i really don't know what to do man how, how old is the kid he's two and a half okay so both of mine we kind of had the same issue we wanted to start him so we got him a potty you know set him down on it and initially, they did really good mm -hmm. for a very short period of time. And then, like you said, they had zero interest. Bottomed out. So what we did is, fine, go back to diapers, kept the potty out so they know, like, it's fucking there. And then eventually, they just came around to it again. They decided they were ready and just started doing it. So you're probably just going to have to give it some time. And then he'll figure it out again. Like, he knows he can do it. Yeah. He knows what to do. He'll just eventually decide on his own. Um, this is now I'm going to do it. This is one thing the kids do with a lot of shit is they figure out they can control one aspect of their life. And then they're going to control that one fucking thing. Yep. Whether it's pottying or eating, eating and, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's one thing like we've with both kids on several different things. Just like I've got, they've got to fucking decide to do it. Teresa, have you uh, tried whacking him in the face with a newspaper? <laughs> no, I did do the spray bottle though, and that really did not work out too well. It's weird how many people have that same thing. They get a little short burst where they poop, they'll pee in their own little toilet thing, and then they just don't for a while. My buddy, I kept mine in diapers a little bit longer than I probably should have. Not saying super long, but a point where he was big enough to wear underwear and the diapers were getting to where they were snug. Mm hmm. And uh, my buddy was just like, nah, you got to put him in underwear. And I go, yeah, but he's going to fucking roach a couple pair. He goes, yeah, he'll do that once or twice. He said, but yep. the difference is, is when he shits in a diaper, the turd, it's heavy. So it stays off of his body. So he doesn't give a shit if he shits in a diaper. Like, it's, it's not a problem. I said, but you put him in underwear, that turd is in there. He said, now, yeah, you're going to lose a couple pairs of drawers. He said, but they're not going to like walking around with shit in their pants, man. Like, it's not comfortable for them. 
Oh. Same thing with the pee. It, it sits different. The diaper absorbs it mm-hmm. to a certain point. Underwear, it doesn't. It's going to hold so much, and then it's running down their legs. I'd say that. Go for underwear first. Maybe. Yeah. We had a poo prize incentive, like when he started pooping, and uh, we would yep. get stickers on the fridge. Okay. And then when he got 10 stickers, he got a Mr. Hanky Funko Pop. <laughs> He didn't even know who Mr. Hanky was. He just thought it was funny that it was a poo and a Santa hat. And I was like, yeah, that's great. So, Fuck yeah. $5, you know, he shit in the toilet 10 times with his own little potty chair thing that we had to get. That You know, you know, the perspective, when they're sitting on a little tiny potty, it's not that comfortable. They should probably get on a big one soon, but they need like a different kind of potty. Their feet dangle. It's weird. You wouldn't want to sit on a fucking toilet like that and shit. I'd say, yeah, work on him with his chair. Get him comfortable. Music's nice. Poop music. There's plenty of that. I thought like maybe I would try to introduce something fun, except of course that kind of backfired on me. I mean, it's cute as hell when he does it, but he's got like this little stuffed husky and uh, I called it his potty puppy. And like we got all excited about, I'm like, hey, let's go to the potty. Let's try and go potty. You can bring potty puppy with you, you know, because we've got his little sit down toilet on the floor in the bathroom downstairs. And then we've got his little special toilet seat. And so he got all excited. He's like, yeah, let's go potty. Let's go potty. And so we go in there. (laughs) So he puts the puppy on his sit down toilet and yeah. he's like, mommy, puppy potty. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, do you want to sit on the toilet? No, no, puppy potty. And so he goes and shuts the go. bathroom yeah. door. <laughs> and I'm like, don't you have to go potty? No, shh, mommy, puppy going potty. And it's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> that was pretty, that's pretty cute though. But yeah, yeah, kid, you missed the point. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep trying. I've heard that if you use a potty buddy, that that apparently is really helpful. And I think he's turning it more into playtime. And it's just like, no, buddy, we got we got to go potty. Please, let's go potty. <laughs> you know, something else that we did, too, we'd pull the potty into the living room mm-hmm. and plop it in front of the fucking TV. Yep. Let them watch TV for we a while. We friends that let their kid run around naked. Yeah, it was just that them too. at the house. They said just because they were not going to be, they said, you got to clean up a little piss on the floor every once in a while. I said, but for the most part, they figured out when they got a piss, they'll fucking go sit on the toilet. <laughs> so Jody, you had mentioned that you were putting diapers over or like you were putting underwear over diapers. Mm-hmm. Did either of you guys ever use pull-ups or was it basically like diapers to underwear? So pull-ups never worked for us. The kids just pretty much treated it like a diaper. So we, we just went straight from underwear or from uh, diapers to underwear. Yeah, same thing. And we tried pull-ups, like a pack of them and they just didn't fit. My kids got thick fucking legs, man. <laughs> it just didn't work out. It was fitting in bad. And then they would slide kind of up and down and they would give him like rashes and stuff. So mm-hmm. we just, the biggest size diaper, was it like a five or a six or whatever the fuck it is? I don't know. It's a six, which he's at max right now. Oh, yeah, that's it. I would get him an underwear ASAP. You know, like I said, get some extras. Go to Goodwill, buy some underwear, buy some on Amazon, whatever the fuck. No, you're going to lose a couple pair. Don't ever buy little kids white underwear. That's the best piece of advice I can give you. (laughs) Something to fucking take him to the store, man. Help him have him pick out his his own stuff, whatever characters he likes. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask because I did hear about that. Apparently letting them pick out their own underwear is like key. And I was going to ask if you guys did that with your kids. We did. Yeah. They get fucking jazzed, man. Like my boy, big Spider-Man fan. So we'll ask him, like, you want to put some underwear on? And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. He's Spider-Man underwear. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah. He's all about it then. Yep. 
You gotta make it cool. Boys are simple, man. I'm glad I don't have a girl, man, because I'd be like, no. And I go, fuck. Now what? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I'm two to one now. I can't fucking take this game anymore. (laughs) Hey, I have the potential that I'm going to be living with two giants, so (laughs) I'm extremely outnumbered. Easy. That's easy work. Give them food and don't let them get bored. They're like Great Danes. I fear his teens. He's going to eat us out of house and home. Lord. I appreciate the info. I think I'm, yeah, I'm definitely, I think this weekend going to take him out to the old store and see if he wants to pick out some britches and see how that goes. So maybe I'll have a status report next episode. Good luck. Yeah, good luck for sure. Yeah, that's the best piece of advice I can give you. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) I will need it. Well, gentlemen, uh, was there anything else that you guys wanted to chat about this evening? Pink Fong, whatever that is. Did they do the Finger Family, too? They do have a Finger Family. They didn't do the one that you're talking about, because I think that's its own entire thing. But they do have a Finger Family song, and it's just as obnoxious. Here's the one good thing about the Finger Family, and I'm not even going to get into it because any parent that's been through the Finger Family, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. The struggle is real. (laughs) So the Finger Family is in like 10 different languages. And my kid, when we first got to where he would watch like a tablet thing, he would watch the Finger Family. Mommy Finger, Mommy Finger, where are you? Here I am, here I am, how do you do? That's the whole thing. They go through all the fingers. When they're putting on gloves or doing something that involves their fingers and, you know, they're two, it's real cool that you can be like, your fucking daddy finger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> your other finger, motherfucker, put it out. <laughs> when you're jamming shit on their hands. But other than that, it's torturous. It's my baby shark. That's why I try not to talk about it too much anymore. But the finger family, people know exactly what I'm talking about. And I think it might be part of this ping pong bullshit where they're trying to manchurian candidate people (laughs) (laughs) oh god what are they doing to our children this is a perfect time to put in that think of the children (laughs) no more pink fong listen you guys have made your mark you've made your money leave us the fuck alone no more baby sharks do 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 it's done 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 (laughs) shark let's do plugs who would like to start off crease yeah, fuck it. Why not? So I've got a show called the Porn Stash Podcast. Me and my co-host, uh, we talk about porn, porn parodies. Every other Monday, we drop new eps. We hear it's pretty good. So check it out. Even though the show is complete polar opposites, that I love the show. Even your last episode, that uh, specific kind of omelet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Shouldn't mix common food. It's not a good idea. Not large amounts. That's what I say. That's just my own personal preference. You do what you want to do, live your best life. But coming food, it's a hard pairing. I want no part of it. <laughs> like I said, it was eggs. So it's like, at least you can kind of blend it in. Teresa and I were talking, or maybe you were there too. I don't remember, but I was like, ugh. It's, just, it's nasty, but it's not like it's a hot dog or a hamburger or something. And then I said, we went down the list and we came to Skeet Loaf. Yeah, Skeet Loaf. Skeet Loaf is pretty gross. Like, that would probably get me if it was just a bunch of dudes whacking off on a meatloaf and then putting that in the oven. I'd probably break. I fucking hate meatloaf enough as it is. The name I was cracking up at, but then, yeah, like the mental image. Oh, God. Having that burnt. That'd just be funny to watch on the oven and just see people gag. Oh. Look at it. You fucking pull it out. You're like, well, why'd you put icing on meatloaf? Yeah, dude. Oh, 
It's all in your oven now. It smells like a fucking smells like a swimming pool in here. Oh, oh fuck. This smells baked right in, man. It's never coming out. I talk about nasty shit on my podcast too at Poboy Pod. Google search Poboy's podcast. Send me a dollar. I opened Cash App today. I had it open for 20 minutes and I almost got scammed. The motherfucking struggle is real. What is it? Dollar sign Poboy? Poboy 501. Poboy's 501. There you go. Send me a dollar. Cunt. It's basically like the value for value system just minus the Bitcoin. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I don't have Patreon. I don't want to charge you money for like monthly services. No, 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 no. Hey, if you listen to my show and you enjoy it, you can send me a dollar. I appreciate that. You can send me less if you want. I don't think you can. But other people have hit me up and be like, do you have merch? I'm like, I don't know. No, I don't have merch. I suck at that. So send Jody a dollar or multiple dollars. That'd be cool too. I'll take a bunch of one dollars. I'm about to ping fong fucking cash app, dude. I'm going to get to that 10 billion. Just thousand people one at a time for a dollar. Hey, can I get a dollar? See, what you need to do is do a song. I need a dollar, dollar, dollar. That's what I need. Hey, hey. That's not mine. That's a little way black. Sorry. Eh, still, that's worth a buck fifty. <laughs> well, as I stated in the beginning of the show, I'm Teresa from Bad Poets Society. If you want to reach out to me, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Bad Poets Pod. Can reach out with any bad suggestion or any suggestions on bad lyrics or some non-constructive criticism. Um, but I think that is a wrap. So thank you for joining us. You have an excellent night. Bye. Bye.